Leah, we're back. We're kind back. Of. This is technically not an episode, but it is kind of an episode. It's important content yes, for it's the people. Important bonus content. Um, we are talking, if you can't tell by the title, we're just doing our 2022 <laughs> the recap. The best of 2022. Everything. I'm pointing above my head like this is a YouTube video. <laughs> Imagination. Just imagine that, that it's the words are appearing over my head that you can't see. But first, Leah, how was your Christmas? It was good. I hosted Christmas for the first time ever and it's fucking exhausting. Yes, it is. I literally, s- I went to bed at nine and did not wake up until 8 a.m. the next morning. Oh, holy cow. Yeah. That's even a the kitten slept in. Sleep. Even the kitten slept in. That's how tired our household was. Jeez. I mean, yeah, it could be exhausting. It was a lot. For us, we went to North Carolina. My brother-in-law had a baby. So we went to go meet said baby. But we had something very interesting happen. Pause. Dramatic pause as Leah grabs her water. I'm thirsty. Um, we had something interesting happen. Well, I, I say we. I had something interesting happen. So I was baking a cake. But it was a good ass cake too. I made salted caramel from scratch for the first time. Mm. And I made cream cheese frosting. Okay. And I did a German chocolate cake box mix. But I looked up that like hack where you can make it taste like a bakery. Yeah. It came out pretty good. It was a little dry. Could have been a little more moist. But regardless, this is not my 2022 cake review. But for the decorations, you know, I was doing these little sprinkles and I found this edible gold shimmer in Walmart. And I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. Kind of have like different spots in it. And I do have to say the cake looks pretty cool. But after it was like 1230 at night, them decorating this cake, everyone had gone to bed. The only lights in the house are the ones in the kitchen as I decorate. And when I finish up, I go put the cake in the fridge, you know, and then I head to the bedroom to go grab something. So I turn off the kitchen light and I have my flashlight on. And as I'm walking to the bedroom, I'm looking at the ground and there's gold shimmer everywhere. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, how did it? I was like, how did it waft out this far? And then I go in the bedroom, which was a closed door. There's glitter everywhere there, too. And I'm just like, my heart started to pound. I'm like, what did I do in this Airbnb? And I ran back to the kitchen and I looked, trying to investigate what happened. And I looked where I was decorating the cake was a vent. That glitter went no! into the vent and distributed evenly, oh, <laughs> evenly shit. across the house. So I was having a panic attack at 1230 at night on, it was Christmas day at this point, And I was like, I got to go to bed. I can't solve this right now. Oh <laughs> so my I God. Bed and I wake up. And for my Airbnb host, if you're listening, which I very much seriously That'd be doubt weird you if are, you were. Um, I did clean the house. Like I got up, I vacuumed. Luckily, it all came up super easy. I wiped down surfaces like it never happened. That's good. I, I couldn't leave the house in that state. I'm a good Airbnb guest. I'm not. I leave the glitter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law did say it did look like dust. So I could have went with that, but it was in my conscience that it was there. It's just Christmas dust. Leah, when I tell you it was on every surface, like they had like a bookcase. It went on every layer of that bookcase. I didn't even know that was possible. At least you know the air circulation is really good. In that yes, house. that is correct. That is correct. But it was this tiny bottle of glitter. I have no clue. Glitter is the herpes of the craft world. It really is. I mean, that is a good way. If you don't have a good airbnb experience i have a great solution for you <laughs> just drop some glitter in the vent you'll be fine yes but anyway so that that's our little christmas recap christmas 
I have no good Christmas stories other than the one thing that my niece, who's five, the one thing she wanted for Christmas was a banana python. Banana python? Banana python. Oh, that's unfortunate. She's been obsessed with them ever since she saw the one. The large one or the, the big one? Like oh, ball python. I have, I have bad news for you. So uh, her mom obviously would not let her get one. Yeah. My mother-in-law was going to get her one and keep it at her house. What? But my sister-in-law was like, that's a little much for a five-year-old. It's a fucking eight-foot snake. Yeah, they're also not cheap. Uh, so Zach and I got her a hundred-inch stuffed one. Okay. And she opens it and she goes, I wanted a real one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the sass was strong with way them. to go summer but then she kept playing with it and uh, she good. got like real into it and she called she named him pythy pythy oh my pythy banana the gems. fact that your like mother-in-law volunteered she's gonna get her a whole ass snake that's a that's a big life commitment right there yeah also they like have, they live forever yes and have fun trying to find a babysitter when you have to no. leave the house particularly your family when they kind of leave for six months at a time yeah who is gonna stay and watch a python Their house sitter's not watching a python no so, um, absolutely not she got a stuffed one that's a good compromise and she was playing with it and she goes pythy come here and then she puts <laughs> her hands on her hips and goes he never comes when i call him <laughs> <laughs> you know we all we all uh all goth kids go through their python their snake, snake stage. stage yeah it's fine it was cute she she did like it but that's um, cute i have no good transition into let's just let's just get into it our top this is our top we're gonna call it top media picks section yes. obviously we're starting with top albums which i think we both have 10 and i did rank mine i did the not other rank ones mine are not ranked i did not rank that's mine. fine i can probably do a top three but the others are pretty much uh and also, Level. can we just give a shout out to how many good albums came out this year? Yeah, it was really hard. I had 17 on my short list. <laughs> and then I had to whittle down from there. And that's that's a lot to get rid of. That is a lot to get rid of. That's a whole other list. Yeah. No. So it was very hard. There's also a few that I like didn't realize came out last year because I just discovered them like Q1 of this year. So I had mm-hmm. to go check some dates. Yeah. I also have an honorable mention section for Me too. EPs. Ooh, I don't have an EP. I, I just have, have an two album EPs on honorable here. mention. Uh, so how do you want to do this? You want to go first Back and, and I'll forth, go? or I say you go through your 10, I okay. go through my 10. These are in no particular order because I have start had this list on my phone for a while. So we're going to start with Holy Fuck by Demi mm. Lovato. Amazing album, amazing show. I actually literally have the vinyl in my car right now because it arrived today and I got it shipped to nice. work. Over Christmas, you could get it for just paying shipping the coupon code took it made it free basically on her site what? so i got it for six dollars when was that it was like the 23rd oh shit I it was like took advantage of i that. think it was a glitch on the website i don't think i was supposed to do that oh Good um, for you then. so six dollar final hold the girl by arena sawayama mm-hmm. harry's house of by course. harry styles which will just forever be associated with COVID for me because <laughs> I was so sick when I first listened to it. Also, I saw a sticker on a car that said, next stop, Harry's house. Cute. It was really cute. It was in the font, too. That little is, bubble font. That is cute. I was going to say I have a sticker in my car, but I, I ended up buying the Taylor one, so never mind. I have a Harry car freshener, nice. but not a sticker. Oh, yeah, yeah, of his head. I forgot about that. 
Uh, Inside Voices, Outside Voices by Kay Flay, which is kind of cheating because this the al- it was a double EP that came out in 2021, but in 2022 in February, she repackaged it as an album and added two bonus songs. So I'm counting Wait, it. Wait, we're, we're counting 2021? No. Did you not just listen to my explanation? Okay. Yeah, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> calm, calm, calm your tits. Right. Um, and I'm also counting it because Matt from Pick a Disc is counting it and had me on to talk about it. So if you want to hear... An hour-long discussion about this album. So because if Matt jumps off a bridge, would yes. you do that too? Yes. <laughs> Matt and I have very similar music <laughs> tastes, so if it involved... So I Matt gets really. to make up the rules here? Yes, Matt Matt and I have declared it's a 2022 album because <laughs> the physical the copies release. came out in 2022. Right, fair enough. And I'll the physical copies. I'll count it. I'll count it. Uh, Midnight's by Taylor Swift because... Obviously. <laughs> if you weren't here in December... No, it's the end of November... Uh, when I had already listened to Leah it, Leah like was unavailable seven hundred times. <laughs> Leah was like completely unavailable. She had her phone on the the do, deliver. Do quiet. not disturb. Do not disturb. And I knew why because she was listening to Midnight. Just don't bother me. I own five copies of that album on vinyl. <laughs> I have every color. Uh, Young Blood by Young Blood, which is an underrated album of the year. I need to listen to Young it Blood because he was on Demi Lovato's album. Yes. and But this album, so I list, I first listened to the album Coming Back from Harry. Going to Harry? I was in the car with my friend Waps and he was playing it. I guess it was Coming Back. Um, and there's a song called The Funeral or Funeral, something funeral. And he's playing it and I was like, who is this? He's like, it's young blood. I was like, there's no fucking way. So he pulls it up and I'm like, Oh, I believe you. But like, yeah, it sounds like Billy Idol. So then I was really? sitting in the back seat of his car and I was just like, is young blood our generation's Billy Idol. Ooh. And we were all just now like, I'm intrigued. Whoa. So yeah. Young blood album. Great. Uh, dance fever by Florence and the Sheen. I don't have a great description of what that's, that album is like just go listen to it because it's really good um i'm gonna save that one for last the elvis soundtrack because it's incredible um obviously it's a bunch of elvis there's nothing quote unquote new from elvis on there but all the covers the the monoskin cover the doja cat song which i'm sure you've heard because it's on the radio right now um the casey musgraves cover I'm trying to think who else is on it. Stevie Nicks is on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a great compilation album. Uh, Subject to Change by Kel- Kelsey Ballerini. That was an other, another underrated album, I feel like, this year. Uh, spoiler for a later section. I get to see her in the spring. Very nice. excited about it. Um, and then the one that just came out of left field because I've been... I tried to listen to this band many times over the last 10 or so years and then something about this last month they clicked and now i love them and it's being funny in a foreign language by the 1975 <laughs> <laughs> it's a bot they've been around for for like yeah, they were like a the, uh, they and the arctic monkeys were like and the they Tumblr were bands. like a completely different genre and they just like switched into something else no, their stuff kind of sounds the same does it i okay. cannot tell their songs apart i thought apart. they were a little harder at one point no i literally can't tell their songs oh, apart okay. You could play me a song and I'd be like, yeah, it's in the new album and it's 10 years old. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. It's consistent. I must be thinking of a different band then. The album is just a jam. Maybe Arctic Monkeys. They're another. 
maybe that's who I'm thinking of. There's another one that was. There was one band that started a little bit harder and then went more into that that uh, I don't know indie rock sound. I don't listen to Arctic Monkeys. Maybe next time they'll release an album. Uh, and then the honorable EPs are Glory Days by friend of the pod Rachel McIntyre Smith. Yeah. And Shout out to her. She got mentioned on the YouTube channel. Yes. If you listen to her episode, she talked about, I think his name is Grady. Yeah. Grady. Grady's YouTube channel. He included her in his year end roundup as well. He's got a lot more subscribers and a lot more clout than we do, but so. I, I stand by this, um, this EP. And then one that just came out a little bit more recently is everything to everyone by Renee Rapp who played Regina George in the mean girls tour cast mm. she's like broadway trained but breaking into pop and her songs are really really good That's cool. that is the end of my list good list i'm gonna start with my honorable mentions the first one and i have a mixture of albums i'm gonna throw an ep in there that's in my head this band i really got into so there's some bands when i hear them and then I'm like, that's a good song. And then I go listen to the second song. That's a good song. I go listen to the third song. I'm like, that's a good song. And it just slowly builds from there. And I become obsessed with them for about a month, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly start, you know, just getting filtered into, you know, listening once in a bit. And that band is Ghost. Yes. And the album Impera is a very good album. I still haven't listened to the whole album. but I've listened to the whole album. I will say it's good, but it's carried by other songs Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. the other albums are the other songs are good they're fine i like them but little sunshine call me a little sunshine through the spillways those two songs carry this album into greatness but i didn't include it because of those other songs there i just like them Mm -hmm. but for me like the albums i've chosen it's a matter of how much of the songs i like yes how many are no skips you know what i'm saying so it was very hard but I am not including Ghost, but I am hoping to see them in 2023. That's the year we're coming up to. That is Shit. the year. Um, hoping to see them in 2023. Fingers crossed they come back to Blue Ridge because I would love to see them there or I would love to see them at, like, honestly, an arena show. If I think they came to so Blue Ridge, fun. I would do a one-day pass just to go see them. Yeah, the, honestly, Blue Ridge is getting some really cool bands. They're switching it up this year. They got Finger 11. Yeah. It was very. Which I only know from Paralyzed, but that just didn't really fit the vibe. They booked. So, one of the biggest headliners is Pantera. And it cracks me up because I'm like, this is not Pantera. I'm sorry, Phil Anselmo. Just because you decide. Like, if it was Phil Anselmo still going strong and then all the other uh, other band members left, sure, it's Pantera at that point. But you can't defunct the band. Two of the key members die. And then decide, oh, I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> it's a band posing as Pantera. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. It's okay. They also have Vince Neil. Not Motley Crue. Very strange. Just Vince Neil. Which is weird because I predicted that in, in a text message That is Josh. weird. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, what's the most ridiculous band? And I said Motley Crue. <laughs> and then Vince Neil got announced. They're also using a promo photo of him that's at least 10 years old. Oh, 100%. But they do that with you all the old guys. You know he's going to have that. Not to discredit someone's looks, but you know he's going to have a beer belly walking on oh, stage. Oh, he definitely has a beer belly. Yeah, 100%. And then the second album I want to give it, or EP rather, I want to give a shout out to is Spirit Box. Mm. New EP, Rotoscope. Pretty good. Pretty good. I do like it, and I'm a big Spirit Box fan. Josh got me their graphic novel for Christmas. Oh. 
and I'm very excited. But it's not here yet. Uh. It's not coming till March. But <laughs> you got a little am, bit of wait on that one. Yeah, I got a little wait, but I am very, 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 very excited. Okay, let me get into this list. So I did number mine, and I'm gonna go starting with number ten, and that is Electric Cowboy Techno. Now, t- granted, I listened to probably like. 70% of this album before they actually released it because they released them all as singles. Yeah. And I loved each of those singles. And then the other couple songs, they're pretty good. So they're there. They're, they're there. I love Electric Callboy. I love their mix of humor and how heavy they are. They do a really cool eclectic mix. Next, it, not number nine is Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I think this album, for me, what makes it this album, I think the music's really good. But it's the thorough line story that he has going on and just talking about mental health in a completely different angle and just talking about how um, males have a hard time talking through that and his struggles with it. So I think that's really it was a really cool message. Um, Orville Peck Bronco. I forgot that came out this year. Yeah, Why did I, think I did that too. Came out last year. I thought it came out in 2021, but I looked in Spotify. Yeah, it was this it's year. It's a 2022 release. Damn, I blocked that from my mind because I was supposed to go see him and I got COVID. <laughs> and and you've never forgiven him. Since. I have not forgiven the universe. <laughs> That's, but, that is a fantastic. But album. let's talk about Bethana's finally found a country artist that she adores. It's hard. That's a hard sell for me. But Orville just like brings this heat of this old Johnny Cash feel, you know, oldsy, old country road. I almost said old town road. Old country Not road. Old town road. No. And he just does it in a new way. And I love his voice. It's a cross between Johnny Cash and Elvis. Yeah. It's just something to him. I, I think he's a fantastic songwriter. I think a majority of those songs are no skip for me. Mm hmm. So that is why I wish I could play some higher, but it got really hard. Starting with number seven is Swaco. It was fun while it lasted. Okay, I've heard part of that album and it Very slaps. good album. Very good pop punk album. I think Travis Barker, mm-hmm. he's been living a new life, producing and playing drums on random He's on everyone's tracks. album. He really is. And I don't foresee that stopping he's anytime on Aver- soon. I forgot about Avril's album. Yeah. He's, he's on, on Avril's album. He produced Avril's album from that my understanding. That makes a lot of sense, actually. But he's he was on Kenny Hoopla, um, Swaco. Uh, there's another person he was on. I can't think of it. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's um, on K-Flay's album. K-Flay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Swaco is really good. He's like this really good like pop punk He's in that good pop punk yeah. resurgence. And I think all of his songs in that album are no skipped. Like I've listened to that album front and back quite a few times while driving, commuting and things like that. It's just a really easy album to listen to. Found him on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Next is Toby Noigwe's Moments. This is another artist I became obsessed with the minute I heard him. And I, I want to say Toby Noigwe and Fat Noigwe, his wife. Because they really like do it together. And lately, um, they were actually on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. And they're billed as Tobe and Fat Noigwe. So I think they're kind of going to go in this duo direction, which is really cool. But this album, you know, there's certain albums, and this is a rap album, where you feel like you're going back to church, but in a good way. Mm. It's very nostalgic. Unlike Donda. Unlike Donda. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. And it's just like it reminded like something about the way these songs were organized and his lyrics. It just like brings me back to like the good memories mm-hmm. of youth group, the pizza nights of youth group. Yes. Playing playing dodgeball. Yes. The, the good memories of it. But overall, I mean, I just think he's a fabulous fabulous writer and i like uh the direction he goes with his lyrics he actually like really talks about like family in a different dynamic that i really appreciate so that is toby noigwe all right number five this is where we clasp hands <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger and uh carl weather style demi lovato holy Yay! fuck the, the one overlapping album yeah, I'm the sure. one the very few <laughs> the, the, the very few but I mean, holy fuck is the only way I can describe that album. It's such a good album. I mean, Demi just went and said, all right, fuck you. I'm going to go make a rock album. That's literally how I feel about it. Basically it. Like no strings well, attached. So her very, very first album, uh, don't forget, is very pop punky. Right. And then Disney was like, eh, let's not do that. Yeah. You're going to do this pop stuff that we wrote for you. Okay, go bye. Have, <laughs> have a good career. Right. And now that she's on her own and not under... She's still on her fucking scooter brawn, but yeah. she's kind of on her own. She gets to make her own decisions. I think this is the direction she wants to stay in. Yeah. No, and she should. I mean, it's just she's really, she's found a niche for herself. But also, I love albums where you can tell they had a breakaway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now I can actually do what I want to do. And that is definitely this album. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that she's a brilliant fucking singer. and write. She wrote some of these songs, yeah. I don't actually or she know. had I a assume, team. I assume she writes on most of her albums. Yeah. Um, cause I couldn't remember. I don't know <laughs> what that's writing. for. Um, I can't remember if it was this album. I think she wrote, but with a team, but I can't remember. Um, anyway, fantastic album start to finish. It has this perfect balance of hard edge songs and softer songs. Um, yeah. I'm trying to check. Good album. Phone is not cooperating. Let's see. Oh, you're good. Song credits. Let me just check two real quick. Song credits. Yes, the two I've checked, she wrote on. Okay, gotcha. But it is definitely a team team right. effort. Yeah. Okay, number four, Zeal and Ardor self-titled album, but it's not their first album. It's a fourth album, I think, or a third. That's Third not Youngblood self-titled is also not his first album. Yeah. So it always throws me when people do that. Yeah. But Zeal Nardor is a band. So it's one guy that records it. Then he travels with a band. Um, but his mom is from the United States and his dad is from Switzerland. So he's a Switzerland American artist. But and he's technically billed as black metal but I don't think that's a fair title because he adds this real like southern like rock feel to it mm-hmm. the southern roots feel to it so it's that interesting balance between those two um, and this album for me is a no skip like I listen to every song on that album when it comes on he's just really dynamic at building songs like I think for me, like building between that southern and finding those metal points, it's just really unique how he kind of formulated his own vibe. So I mean, there's really not another artist that does what mm-hmm. he does. So that's a fantastic album. Number three, 
staying in the metalcore because now now we're getting <laughs> now we're getting into the the bread and butter if you will uh number three is stray from the path euthanasia uh i got to see stray from the path in march i did not know i was gonna love this album as much as i have you know when you see an artist and you're like oh they're good and then you go listen yeah. to their music and you're like shit i should have appreciated them more yeah I, I, when i saw them <laughs> um so i'm hoping they're gonna play uh blue ridge coming up most likely they will but straight from the path euthanasia great album great album start to finish of course it's like it's definitely metalcore but it has almost a rage against the machine kind of feel to it mm. um they open for rage no they didn't open for oh. rage. they opened for under oath okay yeah but they have that kind of like rapping screaming yeah, yeah feel to it um just great album i'm i if you like metalcore listen to that album i have no other way to explain it other than it's just a very good metalcore album second gonna dip back down for a little bit wet leg ah yes. number two i think that album is sensational i, I don't also think feel like that album came out last year i feel like that's just an album that's been like no it came out this year but yeah. it was like early early yeah. this year um i can't say enough good things about this album i think i mean i have listened to that album incredibly much i mean they were my surprisingly number one artist i was confused <laughs> but those I, early year albums they'll get man, you man they get you but you know i i just love the direction of their music like once again it goes back into this eclectic mix but yet feels radio ready yet feels completely um what do you call robust in a way mm-hmm. like it's just it's its own sound and i just i have that's all i can say about this album it's just very good there's not a song i don't love on that album and then number one going going setting things back right it's under oath voyeurist i kind of it's not even that. it's not even a competition for me and it's partly because and i am we it, both got a new album i got a new taylor album you got a new yeah, under oath it, album. you know it, it was it a good year it, it was a very good year um for under oath why i love this album so much and to be fair i'm putting a lot of history into this because i realized this year that under oath is my favorite band of all time because when people would ask us that question right in interviews Mm -hmm. i hated that question because it's really who am i listening to right now yeah but it after i went to go see them in march it just solidified for me yeah this is my favorite band and that album is like a, a ceiling if you will of that love and passion i have for this band because their story is so similar to what my story ended up being. Like, um, I'm not going to get too much into it, but you know, they started in the CCM scene. Mm-hmm. They left. Now they're like going back and relooking on their life of that moment and just actually like doing the stuff that they really need to speak out. And yeah, it's just sensational. Top to bottom. Great album. Impromptu question. Yes. Any songs that did not have album releases? that we want to throw on there because the struts had a song this year they had fallen fallen the fallen for me yeah which was a okay song it it's okay it's not the single i wanted but hold on if the streets are right we'll get a we'll get more from them next year yeah um also Maisie peters did two singles kate's brother which was my like number one song this year because i've fucking obsessed with that song and not another rock star that were really great releases um 
Desrox had manic memories. Mm-hmm. There was one band I was looking at it and I was literally thinking, I wish they released this. Oh, here it is. Doom Switch, Make Them Suffer. Good song. Just a good, solid song. Um, Kelsey Carter also released a new song. Uh, cover You, Cover Six. Me. I can't think of what it is right this second because my brain is frozen. Cover You. I feel like her next album's coming next year. Very excited if it is. Let me see. Cover You is very, very 80s sounding. Huge fan. Oh, good. I can talk about this. Okay. Yes, I do have a song. The band Fiddler. FSU. Okay. Such a good song. I've heard of them. They are really good. They're definitely in that vein of pop punk, but a little bit more eh, kind of a mix between indie rock and pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, But they've been around for a while. I think they're getting ready to re-release some music or not re-release, release some music. They're going on tour soon. I think that I think they are. Yeah. I know a guy who's very into Fiddler. Yeah. And has been to like 20 shows. I've been listening to them a lot more. Like I just got into them this year and I have really loved a lot of what I've heard. So I could see myself really listening to them more. I have two more and then they're both very different and very random. One is Trust Fun Cowboy by, and I'm very biased towards her name. Her name is Leah Marie Mason. Hmm. Found her on TikTok. It's, there's a genre that I call TikTok country. TikTok country. Which is very similar to like 50s and 60s country, but with way better themes and a lot deeper. It's not post 9 11, mm-hmm. yeehaw Americana. It's like Trust Fun Cowboy. It's about, her ex i'm assuming that he wants to pretend to be a cowboy so he's bought the tacova boots and he has the tags are still on his fancy jeans but he's not like he he blows through the family money in rolled up dollar bills which is like my favorite line um like there's just a there's a group of people who just play at being cowboys and aren't actually cowboys yeah uh so that's what i call tiktok I think I have I have a playlist called TikTok Yeehaw. TikTok Yeehaw. And I then love that. Million Dollar Baby by Ava Max. Her new album comes out in February, like very hyper synth pop. But yeah. I'm obsessed with this song. It's like the one top forty radio hit that I've just been like, oh my god, I need this song yeah. injected into my veins right now. Yeah, they'll get you sometimes. Uh, the last two for me, I have uh, Dwayne, Good M- Mood featuring Grandson. Very good song. Um, and then Spearmint Revolt by Norma Jean. The reason I'm laughing is because I used to listen to them way back in the day. And I would have sworn I'd never get back into them. And then I'm like, never ah, say never. Good bop. But I also like politically the band is just getting a little bit too. They're kind of being assholes online. It's not even they bring politics into it. So it's not really political mm. as more as they're kind of just being assholes. And I don't like assholes in music. They, they really, but damn, is that a good drop they put in there? God damn. That's a good gent drop. They put in there. Mm. Oh, you, you want to hate them, but you can't, you can't. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. You want to go into top shows? Yes. Let's, let's do top shows that we saw this year. I have five <laughs> only because I listed them out. In a group I chat the other day. I think I also have five. 
Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to go in reverse order. From f- This is actually in order from five to one. So f- number five is Kelsey Carter. I that This was way back. I don't think I even... Uh, did I do a recap on this? I don't remember. I think, I, think did. I did. Yeah. I think that was a recap on all of these if you want to go listen to them. So uh, Kelsey Carter, super, super small, intimate show. So much fun. I won Best Dressed. Kelsey is did the best VIP mm-hmm. experience I think I've ever done at a concert. Um, number four is My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Because... I felt 14 again. Yes. Screaming at, uh, you know, all the Black Parade album at the top of my lungs. Uh, number three is Demi Lovato. This, did we do a recap on this one? I think we did. We did. It th- feels like I just went to the show like two weeks ago. Time's not real. This show made me cry twice and I still don't know what that was all about, but it was just a really, really good show and, Demi is such a good performer mm-hmm. and I don't think she's going to, con- as of right now, as of what right. it, December 28th, 2022, this. that was her last tour. So we'll see if she ends up touring again. And I'm very glad that I made the decision to buy like the lone middle row ticket and go see her because it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is K-Flay. I still think about this concert like every other day. It was just such an electric performance with songs that I just love so much in an album cycle that I love so much. Um, And it was right when things were, this was back in February, when things were like, yeah, are we actually going to go back to normal this time? Um, And so it felt like extra special after a long hiatus. And number one, to no one's surprise, is Harry, because... (laughs) That that was one of those shows that felt like a once in a lifetime experience right. because he is beyond the point of touring arenas, and I think if he continues to do that, those size venues, it's gonna be even harder to get tickets yeah. than it already was, or he's gonna have to move it to stadiums, yeah. which are different. And so, right. did I ever tell you I had a dream that I went to a Harry Styles show? <laughs> no, and then I got in fight with a girl in front of me in the concession stand. That sounds accurate to a Harry Styles show. Yeah. That that was the dream. That was the dream. That was it. Um, I'll go quick. I'm. I guess I could put these in order because I kind of know what I'm gonna say. Uh, Number five is Ginger, which I just saw a few weeks ago. Wearing their shirt. I am wearing their shirt. Um, we didn't do a full recap of it. I'm probably not gonna get around to it, but just know it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Mainly because there are bands. There are very seldom few bands that I feel like. Their studio albums are great, but then you go see them live and you you get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're one of those bands. I I think their music is sensational, but listening to them live made me love them even more. And Natasha, the lead singer um, slash screamer, her voice is perfect. Like I'm telling you, she sounded as good, if not better, live than on the albums. And she has an insane range, an insane scream. It was like, I couldn't believe how good and accurate it was. Like, it was incredible. Um, and they're all just amazing musicians, too. Mm-hmm. Number four is the Under Oath Spirit Box. Bad Omens and Straight From The Path Tour. Um, I saw this in Charlotte in March or April, somewhere around there. But sensational show. Absolutely loved it. It was my first time seeing Spirit Box, mm-hmm. too. 
one of my favorite bands. Um, just a great show all around. Number three, uh, no, four, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, yeah. Number three is My Chemical Romance. That first off, that was a really fun experience of getting a box. Yeah, and just we were all just hanging out and got to see you know the band and all that kind of stuff at a good angle. So, um, but it was really it was so good seeing the what do you call the the fruits of their labor so to yes speak. going from a warp tour stage with 500 people to a stadium in pnc arena in raleigh it's an arena it's not a stadium a stadium's like an nfl stadium what the hell there's a difference yes there's a difference are you kidding me taylor swift plays stadiums my chem plays arenas this is a thing yes okay you have to keep in mind that like i go to shows in the most dusty dirty yeah halls. there's a difference between arenas and stadiums okay i never knew this this is this is mind that's what i'm saying harry needs to graduate to stadiums because the arenas are not cutting it anymore. i get it i i'm tracking with you now okay yes. arenas are like basketball I, I, I was thinking of madison square garden i'm like oh it's pretty big i guess like you know going to a stadium you know that makes more arenas sense are now. basketball tracking. and hockey stadiums are football never knew the difference yeah that's pretty cool um great great show uh we we talked about it you can go look at our coverage of it um number two is rage against the machine i i think this show is extra special because they had to cancel their tour yeah mid-tour because zach uh de la roca <laughs> broke his tendon really bad and it was so severe and homeboy did himself no favor because he literally i was watching him on the show he literally tried to stand on it multiple times because he was going so in and you know i understand why the doctor said knock it off respect but also exactly i respect you did this to yourself the hustle and the passion he has but he definitely did it to himself uh but it was one of those shows not only is was it special seeing them and the fire that they bring to stage um because everything they do is with a purpose like they are one of those bands I mean, we're not surprised with this. They are very politically motivated, charitably motivated. Um, but Tom Morello is one of the best guitarists I've ever seen live. And this is one of those rare instances where I actually just see a good, like I was there for the band, but you know, when like the guitarist shines through a little bit, like a Jimmy page, mm -hmm. um, like a slash. I've never been to a concert where the guitarist is well known Mm -hmm. like that and just watching him be in his element was like unlike anything i've ever seen it was incredible and then number one is tenacious d <laughs> i never knew i had a dream to see jack black live that's not what i would have guessed but okay Aaliyah, when i tell you this is one of the best shows i was I've expecting my life was number one okay no that was number five <laughs> um when i tell you no number four when i tell you that seeing tenacious d because they actually put on a show you were that you can put that show in radio city music hall and it would fit the vibe in a weird way but like kyle gas and jack black i have been following their career since i was a kid okay so hearing those songs again that i used to listen to on my ipod in middle school was so rewarding and jack black has it let me tell you his voice flawless it sounds just as good when he sings. Every time you describe this show, I can only think of that scene that people were doing in their bathrooms on TikTok. 
You know what song I'm talking about? The Which sound, one? The sound from School of Rock. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, air guitaring at the back. That's all I can think of when you're <laughs> talking about Tenacious D. Um, but it was like a 60-minute set. And both Kyle Gass and Jack Black are comedians. Do you know who Kyle Gass is? Okay. Um, Kyle Gass, you know an elf where you have the guys that say, picture this? Yes. He's one of them. Okay. Um, but so they're both comedians. So you know they bring this certain flair to it and they are acting out certain parts and they make it just such a good time. And I hope they come back to Blue Ridge. Like, it was just sensational. It seems like the Blue Ridge vibe. It, it is, for sure. Um, so now let's wrap up 2022 before we move to 2023. What it was we each picked top book and top movie of the year and it the rules for this one were it didn't have to be well for the book it didn't have to be released this year yeah movie did so for book i picked project hail mary by andy weir who wrote the martian Mm -hmm. starring matt damon when he made the movie this book i think about this book all the freaking time because it is like the best science fiction book i've ever read the main character's on a spaceship he is traveling to uh I think to Mars? No, not to Mars. That's the Martian. Duh. He's traveling to save humanity. He's like trying to... It's in the future. We burn up all our resources, you know. Typical yeah. science fiction shit. And he's light years away. Many years away. And his crew's all dead and he's all alone. Something happens. And he bumps into another spaceship out there in the middle of nowhere with an alien species on it. And becomes mm. friends with him. And they end up uh, both trying to save their... Like, they're both the lone survivors out in the middle of space. And That's cool. But they have very He always says space stuff. He's, he's like the king of space writing. Yeah. But these two unlikely alien friends, because, like, the, the Earth ship is in, in uninhabitable to the alien guy. The alien ship is uninhabitable to the Earth guy. So it's like they got to make this work while saving both their planets. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's a, doing a terrible job of describing it. But when I finished this book, I sobbed. It Jeez. was so good. So highly recommend Project Hail Mary. For me, it is The Nightingale by Chris and mm. Hannah. Which I recommended. Yeah, she did. She did. So I read that in January because we had a snowstorm. So we were in. And yes. when I tell you I finished that book, I think it's 72 hours, which is unheard of for me. I do not do that. It's such a good book. <laughs> I'm currently reading through a book and I'm reading like maybe 30 pages at a time, which is slow. But whenever I get a Chris and Hannah book in my hands, love Chris and Hannah. 100 pages at a time easily. Easily. She's the queen. And I'm trying to take breaks and introduce other writers so I don't just like go through all of her, you know, discography, but I went through Nightingale, Four Winds, oh shit, what was the Great Alone. The Great Alone is... That's my favorite Kristen Hanna book. Uh, I, I have to give it to Nightingale, but that's a very close close second. Um, but yeah. For movie, to no one's surprise, I'm going to pick Elvis. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which I won't go into too much detail because, A, it's Elvis. Like, There's the plot. Um, but we're going on friend of the pod ethan's pod yes in two weeks talk about ethan it and ben ethan and ben yeah i couldn't remember whose podcast we were actually going on <laughs> it's, ethan's it's just sending it's us 24 minutes of a 24 okay it is ethan's podcast yeah but with ben from three films three films in a podcast i almost said three films in a movie three That's films not right three, six um, seasons in a movie 
but uh, I stand by the theory that uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name. Austin Austin Butler. Butler was possessed by the spirit of Elvis to be in this movie because there's no other explanation for it. Dang. Homie's still talking like Elvis, and it has been two years since they wrapped <laughs> filming. So I think he's uh, just possessed. Elvis staying around for a little bit longer. He's not left the building. Yeah. Um, mine is everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm, I need to watch that. I'm so right now. Where did you stream it? I'm actually streaming it on Showtime through uh. Paramount Plus. But to be fair, I'm I was really slow to movies this year because I just had a lot going on, so I didn't get to enjoy it. And I think like. Lately, I've been gravitating more towards TV series because there's a really interesting trend that's happening where like um, like the Yellowstones and things like that. Mm-hmm. These guys actually come from the movie industry and uh, they like Taro, Taylor Sheridan, who wrote Yellowstone, wrote Hell High Water, which is easily one of my favorite scripts of all time. Um, but he's a movie writer. He But yet writing cinematically for tv mm-hmm. so it's really it's really cool because shows are actually like taking that oscar approach but it's ex- allowing themselves to expand mm-hmm. it more but anyway i digress um so i'm trying to catch up on all the oscar films because i definitely want to watch the oscars this round gotta see gotta see what shenanigans happen again but elvis for best picture i i, I am definitely everything everywhere at once i i just it's such a great story have you watched all this yet have Elvis, no, I'm, I need to watch it before we go on. Yes, it's like I said, I was. Really if he doesn't win Best year. Actor, I will throw something at my TV because he deserves Best Actor yeah. by far. It's probably going to be what's his face, uh, Miles Teller from no. Top Gun Maverick. No, you Don't know, you me. know that that film's going to mop up some technicals. Um, honorable mention for the movie is Glass Onion because I watched it last night. I've heard really good things about it, and I was dying it is so good i, I need love, to watch that it's no secret that i love ryan johnson but oh i love ryan johnson i think i liked it better than knives out really i i need to i need to get on it for sure get on it before twitter fucking ruins it for you because that's why i watched it last night oh geez it's because i keep seeing shit about it and i was like no, i don't want smart. this ruined for me especially not a knives out movie like yeah ruin wakanda forever for me whatever don't ruin a knives out movie yeah. for me. um <laughs> I think that concludes the 2022 section. 2023. So looking forward to 2023. We'll start with what artists are you planning on seeing slash do you already have tickets to? Really? The only art. So I really want to see Ghost in 2023. I'm probably going to go see Under Oath again. Um, but really my biggest thing right now is a lot of my bands haven't announced yet. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of it. I, I know Under Oath has Ghost is still planning out his 2023 slots. But I mean, Blue Ridge is once again, I have you can listen to the recap. I was so change impressed. I, I had a huge change of heart. They really won me over. And this time I'm camping so mm. I can avoid the shuttle. So if you plan on doing a day pass, you can camp with us if you'd Kay. like and avoid the we'll shuttles. We'll see who gets announced. Um, but you know the struts are going to announce tour that weekend anyway. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, happened the last. Or two Harry, years. Harry's going to say, you know, I I want actually want to play in an arena. Yeah, I want to go to Raleigh. <laughs> that's exactly PNC. what's going to happen. Um, but that's really all I have planned right now until my bands announce, and they haven't yet. I have quite a bit planned already. Um, no shock. <laughs> in no next shock. month, uh, 
here of all places in the world, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown's coming. Okay, and I really I saw like that. I really like Tyler Bryant. They're going Bryant. to the Academy. Yeah. So I yeah. was like, hell yeah, I'm going to a $20 concert and I don't have to drive an hour D- home. Did you see also unrelated that Who's Lines Anyway is coming? Who's live? Who's live? Anyway. <laughs> I am going to that. I'm really like I'll I have to fulfill that night. I have to fulfill a childhood dream of mine. I will go. Anytime I've been to a ca- uh, comedy show there, it's been great. So. Yeah, I- I'm buying tickets for that. Um, so y'all see Tyler Bryant. I'm hoping if that's the level that they're bringing for this warehouse concert series, I will be there every warehouse Dude, concert series. I'm telling you, our area all of a sudden, pop, pop, pop. like we are getting like really good musicians in the drag scene. We're getting act, like really good drag queens that are like pretty well known. It's been it's been interesting. Like our town has been, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't either. I don't know it's, why. It's all of a sudden like getting, becoming this boom town. Cause usually the warehouse concert series is like, um, local wedding band name redacted. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Showing up and playing a set. Like that's not a true concert to me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the, the fact that I don't have to drive an hour home, it's an amazing feeling. Very excited about it. And it's on a Saturday. Like, yeah. Um, and if you're not familiar with Ty- Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, I'd equate them to like Leonard Skinner and ACDC in a blender. Uh, I have tickets the night before my birthday to go see Kenny Chesney and Kelsey Ballerini. That's right. Very excited about this. Very good seats. Thanks, mom. I have a ticket to see Ed Sheeran. I have a floor a floor ticket. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm, I love Ed. I shamelessly love Ed Sheeran. He gets so much hate jo- for no reason. So many people call Josh Ed Sheeran. Yes. Apparently, the whole CrossFit class has been calling him that I told behind him his back. When I bought my ticket, I messaged him and I said, I got a ticket to your show, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, wow, they made a whole stage for the Pokemon song. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, And then... I survived the Ticketmaster queue, so I'm seeing Taylor Swift twice. What, Once what in days? Philly, uh, the Friday show in Philly, okay, and the Friday show in Pittsburgh. Nice. Um, it's May 12th and June 13th, I think. That's cool. I don't know the June date. Our June dates are May, weird. May and June. May and June. That's awesome. Uh, the Pittsburgh Taylor show and the Ed show are like back to back weekends. Oh, jeez. So that's going to be a lot of traveling, but I'm also really hoping the Struts tour again because uh, I got COVID and I missed them this year. So I didn't get to see them. Uh, they will. They'll most likely be. If I hope Kelsey does again. I, and I really, really hope I can see Starbenders this time because it'll be my third right? attempt to see them. Uh, they were supposed to open for the Struts when we saw them. Third van broke down. I was supposed to go see them back in August. Yeah. And they canceled the show literally an hour before I was about to leave the house <laughs> because they got sick. So hopefully they're supposed to make up that show sometime. Yeah. They have not scheduled it. We all got refunded. But uh, I would like to see Starbenders. That would be nice. That'd be great. I also would like to see Starbenders. Yeah. Maybe they'll actually listen, the to, our, listen to our Kimmy Shelter episode, yes. which I still don't believe that we got that interview. That was somehow amazing. It was awesome. Kimmy is really awesome. But um. Yeah, and obviously there's not a lot of tours. In it. I really wanted to see Sabrina Carpenter the weekend that we're in Philly because we we have tickets to the Friday yeah. Taylor show and she's playing Saturday. But I think everyone else had that same thought process and it mm-hmm. sold out in th- literally three seconds. Damn. So did not get tickets. Still may get tickets. Yeah. Resale. But 
Um, I don't think I put this in the outline, but albums you're excited. One or two albums. So my albums haven't been announced, right? But this is more fan casting, yes, if you will. Yes, more theoretical albums. And I'm going to go really quick through it because I'm worried my steak is getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> we made a rib ribeye roast and the thermometer went off at... Thermometer? What the fuck am I saying? The timer went off about 20 minutes ago yeah. and I'm like, I hope it's not getting cold. Also, your window's open or was open? It was open, yeah. Okay. 2023 anticipated, anticipated albums. Under Oath is already teasing new music. That wow. is confirmed. That was fast. It is very fast. I think we will get an EP. I do not think we're going to get another album. Um, I am holding out and I still believe that My Chemical Romance will release another album. They've got to. There's no way. If you went to like the merch bus and the swarm stuff, that is, it's going to be it a thing. Was different. I guarantee you it's going to be a thing. Blink 182. There's got to be an album coming. A reunion album. Uh, absolutely. If they're going to do a reunion tour, release a single, definitely an album coming. And then one last thing. Spirit Box. Mm. Probably another EP will come out. That was it. Um. Obviously, Taylor still owes us four re-recordings. Yes. So at least one of those. I'm. I would bet cold hard cash on one coming out before tour if not two. Oh yeah 100 percent. so one of them better be speak now taylor's version and if she wants to release it on march 24th i would not complain <laughs> um, this is my current theory i have nothing to support this theory <laughs> um uh, Maisie peters is supposed to release her second album next year very excited for that uh, it has not been confirmed. None of these ones have been confirmed. Olivia Rodrigo's second album is supposed to come out. And I know I sound like a 17-year-old girl when I say that, but I'm very excited for that. Um, Paramore's new album comes out. That's right. Uh, but the single wasn't that great. The so I don't second, know. Okay, the first single, did not like it at all. The second single, much better. Okay. The news is actually made me excited for the album. Um trying to think who else has an album coming out uh i'd love a new album from the struts but right now that's all rumors because we have a single yeah and then nothing else happened with the maybe single. an ep will come out they don't strike me as an ep band yeah they're gonna release an album but they keep saying stuff in interviews about like well, we can't keep trying to replicate this previous songs that we made da -da 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 -da. so i'm really nervous they're gonna go in a different direction yeah and not one that i am thrilled about if that's what i'm reading between the lines but we'll see yeah that's just me and i think that's everything i'm excited for it's been a big year of music there's a lot coming we thought we were gonna record this in 20 minutes it's at 55 minutes yeah and i really like to pee now so <laughs> And my, my toes are getting cold. I got to put on my warm yeah, socks. Yeah, I don't know how you're wearing shorts right now. It's yeah, freezing I, I here. I don't quite understand either. But um, we will be back in January. Yes. I'm not sure when in January quite yet, but some point we'll be back in January. We are changing up our schedule a little bit. Um, we are going to, me and Leah talks, we're going to pull back the interviews a little mm -hmm. bit because... If you looked at our repertoire, <laughs> we released a shit ton of interviews and each of them were amazing. Mm -hmm. But Leah and I work full time jobs mm -hmm. and it started to wear on us mm -hmm. quite extensively. But we want to keep our little baby going. 
So we're going to pull back on the interviews. I don't know what that's going to exactly look like quite yet. Y'all probably won't even notice anything because it'll still be the bi-weekly yeah. releases. We're still going to do bi-weekly releases. Most likely still do concert recaps when the time yeah. calls for it. Um, but interviews, please, if you have interviews, please send them our way because we will be reviewing them. It will probably be just more a little bit on a case-by-case basis yes. at this point. Sorry, but if you have two Spotify followers, we're probably not going to interview uh, you. Unfortunately, it just has to be that way <laughs> with our schedules. But um, we'll be back in January. Yeah. I haven't picked a topic. but I haven't either. We'll uh, cross that bridge when we get there. Yes. All right. Toodles. Don't do drugs. Bye. <laughs>